Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Jason Dedeker teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how are we today? Dedeker, well, you go first. Yes. We are calling you from the toxic wasteland that is the West Coast right yeah. now. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. As Jace observed a few days ago, at least now, on the outside, it matches the way 2020 feels on the inside. Yeah. I like that. I uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like with everything in this sepia tone and kind of hazy, definitely in the film version of 2020, that's the filter they're going to put on all the shots so that you just, the audience knows and can feel how yeah. shitty it is. <laughs> it, we're like in the Wild West again somehow, but right. uh, it's 2020. But the, the yeah. toxic Wild West, the toxic exactly. zombie apocalypse Wild West. Yes. There you go. So I, yeah. I do want to apologize to our listeners beforehand. There will probably be a more than normal amount of coughing and clearing of throats. <sighs> Because, boy, this air has really been irritating our sensitive passageways. Yeah, I'm uh, sneezing a lot today. Yeah. Just a ton. So we're going to try to get through it. It'll be fine. Yes. But we're going to take take comfort in, uh, you know, reading the Bible and drinking with our friends. And with all of you in the live audience. So at least we have this. This is the the one good thing in 2020 is that Drunk Bible Study started doing live shows. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's a great thing. It's very thematically appropriate because everything's this very biblical scale of right. catastrophe. That's true. And what a yeah. better time to drink and and read the Bible. What uh, like thing of Revelations is going to come today? I don't know. Yeah, and by the time we get to Revelations, it may all be sounding very familiar. Yeah, we'll like, wasn't that just a few years ago? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Well, we'll have to wait until that happens to see how closely it lines up. But... Uh, in the meantime, I don't know what what did we uh, what did we talk about last week? Last week was a weird one, a very very weird one, mm-hmm. a very odd one. There was that story of the lion and the donkey that yes didn't, that didn't attack each other, and the guy, the prophet who was killed, but the lion didn't eat him, and then that weird other prophet in town who maybe deceived him to his death, but then was sad about it afterwards. And there were male prostitutes. I don't. I forget why. Was were there male prostitutes? Yeah, that happened later. That, okay. So like the yeah, that was weird. The first chapter we read was that weird story about the the two prophets and the donkey and the lion and all that. And then the mm-hmm. next two chapters were just and here was one king and this is why he was er- terrible and here was another king and this is why he was all right and then here was another king and this is why he was terrible and it just kind of started rolling through them and one of them was terrible in the bible because of the male prostitutes but a plus in dedeker's Mm -hmm. bible for the same reason so (laughs) there you go yeah so it does seem like we're on this role of sort of like judges where there's a lot of stories back to back i'm willing to bet these stories are probably going to be coming even faster and more furious or 
of there's yeah. this king turns out he was bad another king turns out he was bad another king turns out he was bad until we find someone that yahweh likes enough to stick interesting yeah is that the whole thing of kings why there are multiple kings there's got to be a lot though because we've got two whole books of this yeah i imagine there will be a lot and yeah i actually think that the comparison to uh the, the way that judges worked where it's just kind of like mm-hmm. lots of different vignettes of different characters. I think it's going to be a lot like that. We kind of okay. got a fake out at the beginning where it's like, Oh, this is a book about King Solomon. And then nope. JK, he dies. He died like a third through the first book. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what are we drinking on this momentous occasion of a Thursday afternoon? Well, today is a very exciting day. Because I'm drinking some beer Lao. Oh, wow. How did you get that? Oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, give us some context around beer Lao first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So, so beer Lao is like the main export of the country of Laos uh, is beer Lao. And it, you'd think it'd be whatever, but it's really good. It's really good. It's actually won a bunch of like German beer awards and things like that uh, wow. for like how pure and good and delicious it is. And as the listeners of this show know I'm a big fan of drinks that kind of punch back as you try to drink them, you know, like real uh, coppery IPAs and things like that. But this is like a, an amber, like a lager, actually, like a real easy to drink lager, but just something about it. It's just really good. Yeah. And Jason well, and I, we spent, yeah, we spent a month living in, in Laos and drank many pallets of beer lao no joke <laughs> while we no were joke. there because it was just like so good and so cheap and in the we were there in the rainy season it was just like so muggy and hot that it was just very very refreshing and so we went to the asian supermarket the other day not at all expecting mm. to encounter beer lao and then i just spotted it in the corner of the refrigerator case and we had a little freak out yeah. in the grocery store and, and then just kind of yeah how many how many, how many can we fit in our arms <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So so it I'm drinking that today. And it's funny because for us for years since we went to Laos, our like one of our jokes, our inside jokes is, you know what I could go for right now? And the answer is always a beer Lao. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I could go for a beer Lao right now. And, and now you can go get one out of the fridge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's lovely. Yep. Well, what are you having, Dudiger? Also a beer Lao? No, because I already had a co- many in the past couple days. And I okay. thought that maybe I should hold off for a second. So I'm having a hot apple cider that is spiked mm. with a little bit of rum. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah, and I got my hot water from a Keurig machine, so it also tastes a little bit like coffee. That sounds less <laughs> delightful, <laughs> but cool. <laughs> How about you, Em? What delicious, amazing hand-prepared... Gosh, look at it. It's just beautiful every time. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah, to describe yeah. it to our listeners who are okay. going to listen to the recorded version. It's like this beautiful ruby mm-hmm. pinkish red color with a lovely, looks like an egg white foam, although Emily's vegan, so it's probably not actual egg white, and a little mint sprig just on the end there in this beautiful crystal goblet that she's holding up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is more of a, actually, uh, more of a festive drink, but I figured, what the heck, we're going to do it today. <laughs> it's a cranberry and orange uh fizz gin fizz so aquafaba is what i used in place of an egg white and then cranberry and orange juice along with a little bit of agave and uh, lemon juice and then gin and all shaken up and put in this beautiful goblet and then yeah the mint is just the mint is just there for the nasal effect getting a little bit of (laughs) i see yeah nice nice aroma as you sip so Uh i highly recommend it yeah 
I do love a cranberry when juice. I um uh when I go commission some more art for our podcast, which I need to do, I'm definitely going to get some art of you with the most ridiculous floofy drink I can imagine. I think that'll fit. Please nicely. do. No, that, <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually, that would be that would be good. We'll definitely need to get some images where it's like you know me holding a beer and Dedeker has like a simple you know whiskey soda or something and then emily's got this giant ornate <laughs> fancy thing with ten thousand plants sprouting out of it out. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. exactly i love it yeah tell them to make that happen for sure all righty so what are we doing today what are we doing today that is a good question <laughs> probably reading some of the bible for these lovely people yes today we're continuing on with first kings chapters 16 through 18 if you want to read along with us, you can do so at drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in 1 Kings 16 through 18. As we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, 1 Kings 16. The word of Yahweh came to Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Baasha, saying, Because I exalted you out of the dust and made you prince over my people Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people Israel to sin, to provoke me to anger with their sins, behold, I will utterly sweep away Baasha and his house. Now, and- hold on oh, one no. second. Do we... Yeah know who Jehu, Jehu is. No. Okay, okay. It wasn't just me. Good. I, I mean, I, who's I do Hanani? Hanani? Also, I don't think that's a name. I don't think Hananana is a name that we know either. Bananana. Okay. Hanani. So Jehu. Bananana, that's it. Yeah. Right. I'm assuming then that Jehu here must be a prophet if the word of Yahweh is coming to him. That's what I would guess. Is he also among the prophets? <laughs> he yeah. might also be among the prophets. Jehu, Jehu also, <laughs> yes, okay. Right, okay, so uh, utterly sweep away Basha and his house and will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Which means what exactly? That like it's it's going to be it's no bad. more. It's well, going to be toast. Yeah, I remember Jeroboam was uh, the one where he's like, you know, none of you are going to get a good burial. You're going to get mm-hmm, eaten by dogs mm-hmm. in the street and all that kind of thing. Cool, cool, cool. So you're saying yeah. that now Basha is going to, same thing's going to happen to him. Jeez. Uh, oh, look, here we go. Verse four. Him who dies of Basha in the city shall the dogs eat, and him who Good. dies of his in the fields shall the birds of the sky eat. Now, the rest of the acts of Basha. And he who dies in the ocean, the octopi will eat, and so on and so forth. That would be pretty good. <laughs> Big beluga whale, yeah. <laughs> now, the rest of the acts of Basha, and what he did, and his might, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles oh, of the Kings God of Israel? bless it. This shit <laughs> I don't again. know. Are they? We, I think I we got a drink. We drink for repetition. Now, that yeah. line hopefully comes back many more times. Mm. <gasps> Boy. Yep. I expect it will. Is it just going to be for the rest of this book, though? And then <laughs> Kings 2 happens, and they're like, it's also written in the book of Chronicles. <laughs> they, they might. Kings like, 2, 
we open up Return to King of Suit, the King. It just, it, Return of the King, and it just has a footnote that's just like Sea Chronicles. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That, see, that would be great. We would yeah. just go right through that book. It would yeah. be very quick. <laughs> Basha slept with his fathers and was buried in Tirza, and Ela, his son, reigned in his place. Wait, he did? Uh, oh. What? What's Instead the, of like getting... Issue? Getting killed and... Instead of his line ending. Yeah, that's true yeah. that Ayla didn't get eaten in the street. Or maybe he will eventually. It's hard to say. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Okay. Moreover, by the prophet Jehu... So yes, Jehu is also among the prophets. Hmm. By the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, came the word of Yahweh against Basha and against his house, both because of all the evil that he did in the sight of Yahweh to provoke him to anger with the work of his hands in being like the house of Jeroboam and because he struck him. Wait, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Basha struck Yahweh? I'm confused. <laughs> Impossible. I doubt that somehow. <laughs> I think this grammar is just weird. What does the message say? You're right. We should just go, go straight to the authorities here. Like, somehow the message has become the authority of this podcast. Yeah. That and all of our lovely listeners who know way more than we do. Okay, so through the prophet Jehu, son of Hanani, God's word came to him and his regime because of his life of open evil before God and his making God so angry. A chip off the block of Jeroboam, Mm. even though God had destroyed him. Mm -hmm. Wow. Stinky apple doesn't fall far from the stinky tree, as they say. I see. He's saying, like, even though Yahweh smited, smote Jeroboam, that that Basha was also like, yeah, I'll keep doing the same thing as him. Must have been a coincidence. And Mm, Yahweh's like, mm -hmm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm mm-mm. In the 26th year of Asa, king of Judah, began an Asa we established Yahweh did like. Okay. Uh, so Asa's king of Judah, while Elah is the king of the rest Everything of Israel. Else. Yeah. Uh, in the 26th year of Asa, king of Judah, began Elah, the son of Baasha, to reign over Israel in Tirzah and reigned two years. Wow, only two. Okay. His servant, Zimri. <laughs> Dedeker and I have been watching, rewatching the Hobbit films, and this is oh. 100% one like of the Gilmy, dwarves or Gimli. Gimli. Gimli yeah yeah Zimri <laughs> his servant Zimri captain of half his chariots conspired against him now he was in Tirzah drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza <laughs> hold on Asa Ace, was who was who was drunk no Zimri Us? no I think Asa I think Asa was oh. it is confusing who was Zimri Zimri's a servant? Zimri is the captain of half of his chariots just the left okay. wheels just... of each chariot <laughs> I love that. Wait, are okay. chariots only two wheels? Is it like... They could be, yes. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm or thinking of like the Ben-Hur tricycle. chariots. It could be other yeah, things. Yeah, a Ben-Hur chariot, I think, is only two wheels. I guess it depends on the make and model, really. Okay. All right. right. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So this is confusing, but I think what it's saying is that his servant Zimri, captain of the left half of all his chariots, conspired mm-hmm. against him. And then now he was in Tirza drinking himself drunk. I'm assuming that's got to be Basha now. Or sorry, Ela. Wait. Ela, the son of Basha, Wait. who's about to be betrayed Wait. by Zimri, son of Gloin. But I thought that Zimri was Asa's captain. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. 
Oh yeah, Jason okay, maybe Scott, you can't. You're right. You cannot lead us astray in this book. Oh gosh, you you're right. I don't know what's happening at all, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, Whatever. so Zimri, son of Gloin, is the captain of the guard <laughs> of Asa. Stop. So I think he was. So okay, this must be Zimra, Zimri, who's getting drunk. Okay, that's a very dwarven thing to do. That makes sense. Yeah, okay, Zimri's getting drunk, drinking okay. himself drunk in the house of Arza, who is over the household of Tirza. So he's Great. in the. The enemy's country, then, because Tirza is okay. where Ela reigns. Okay. And Zimri went in and struck him. No, so okay, I was right, but for the wrong reasons. Oh, it God. is Ela getting right, drunk but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> it was Ela getting drunk. And Zimri came to Zimri came in and killed him. Smack, smack him down. Yeah. Okay. In the Good in the Lord. in the twenty seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his place. Oh, and wait. And Zimri in reigned Zimri's in Ela's place? place? No, I think Zimri reigned in Ela's place because he killed yeah. him. What, yeah, because I think this, that old rule, you kill a king, then you... You are the king. It's like the Santa Claus. It's like in... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus? Great movie, by the way. You I don't know, know about the second when, and third one. but When Tim <laughs> Allen killed Santa and then he had to become Santa. <laughs> Santa kind of just fell off the roof. I don't know. I think it was kind of his fault. That's but... arguable. Yeah. Arguable. Right. Okay. It happened when he began to reign. As soon as he sat so on wait, his throne. Is Zimri now, is Zimri now played Santa by Tim Claus. Allen? You're, okay. Yeah. I love it's it. It's got to be. Or yes. Zim, Al- Zim Allen is Zim Allen. Chat, yes, says. that's good. Okay. Okay. All Zim right. Allen. Old yes. Man Tim Allen. <laughs> so it happened when he began to reign. As soon as he sat on his throne. He grew a long white beard. No, uh, <laughs> that he struck all the house of Basha. He didn't Whoa. leave him a single man child, neither of his relatives, <laughs> neither of his relatives, nor of his friends. Thus did Zimri destroy all the house of Basha, according mm. to the word of Yahweh, which he spoke against Basha by Jehu the prophet, for all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah his son, which they sinned. With which they made Israel to sin, to provoke Yahweh, the God of Israel, yeah, we know, to anger mm-hmm. with <laughs> no. their vanities. So by my well. understanding, that definitely means that in the Santa Claus, the Santa that died had it coming because he was so sinful. Mm-hmm. This is the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, that Yahweh had it in for him. And he was okay. like, you and all your children will die in people's driveways by falling off their roof. <laughs> For anyone in the audience who hasn't seen the Santa Claus, you're really getting a lot of spoilers today. Come on, (laughs) and it happens in like the first ten minutes of the film. It's okay. Okay, uh, how does that make it okay? Just because it happens in the (laughs) first ten minutes of the film, it's not a spoiler. It didn't happen at the last ten minutes of the film. Yeah, so we're not leading up to a climactic death of Santa. That's the twist (laughs) at the end. Santa's been dead the whole time. (laughs) Good lord. (laughs) Okay, now. The rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings oh, of Israel? Drink. Drink. Probably. In the twenty <laughs> seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, did Zimri, son of Gloin, reign seven days. Seven days in Tirzah. Days? Yeah. It was a really, like, chop-chop week of him reigning, and then he probably yeah. died, right? Uh, well, let's probably see. super died. Now, the people were encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. The people who were encamped heard say, 
Zimri has conspired and has also struck the king. Therefore, all Israel made Omri. It's another dwarf name. That's really good. (laughs) Therefore, all Israel made Omri, the captain of the host, king over Israel that day in the camp. Oh, so they were like, oh, Zimri killed our king. We need to pick a new king because it can't be this jerk. Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Omri went up from Gibbethon and all Israel with him, and they besieged Tirzah. It happened when Zimri saw that the city was taken, that he went into the castle of the king's house and burnt the king's house over him with fire and died. He killed the king or he killed himself? He killed himself. Burnt it over him. He, I I guess he realized that the tide was turning and there was no escape. And he's just like, fine, I'm going to take the house down with me. So that's what he did after seven days? Yeah. (laughs) You sound so disappointed. (laughs) No, I'm fine with it. Like, whatever he wants to do. But... (laughs) (laughs) No, I just... uh, That's... Okay. Okay, so... Easier ways in which to kill oneself, but okay. Well, but he wasn't going for ease. He was going for what's going to cause the most destruction to my enemy. I see. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's the idea. Yeah, he's like, if I can't have this house, no one can have this house. So he (gasps) burnt the king's house over him with fire and died, comma. Now, this part, I'm a little confused who we're talking about. For his sins, which he sinned in doing that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, in walking in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin, which he did to make Israel to sin. What did Jeroboam do exactly? Did he just worship false idols and like... Mostly that. Was he the one who allowed Boys. male temple priests? Yeah, it was yeah, like, and like men also. <laughs> yeah, and tons of go-go okay. dancers everywhere. <laughs> cool. Now... Like cages set up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> where go-go dancers were enjoying themselves. So yeah. I'm, I'm unclear if it's like the, the house of the king was burned because the king had been mm. bad or if it's somehow saying that Zimri in this one week avenge like helped fulfill Yahweh's prophecy but then also immediately turned to worshiping these other gods I don't know yeah in seven days he just went hog wild Uh, mm -hmm. but you know how we could find out now the rest of the acts of Zimri and his treason that he did aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel aren't they aren't they everybody drink then were the people of Israel divided into two parts Half of the people followed Tibni, also a dwarf name, the son of Ginnath, to make also him king. A dwarf name. And half followed Omri. But the people who followed Omri prevailed against the people who followed Tibni, the son of Ginnath. So Tibni died and Omri reigned. Great. Good story. They're dropping like flies. They're just going through them real fast here. Yeah. I mean, it's called kings. Yeah, but gotta get they're, they're not even like... Yeah. <laughs> important kings they're just mm-hmm. like random kings that ruled for seven days and then lit themselves on fire <laughs> gosh Jeez. in the 31st year of asa king of judah began omri to reign over israel and reigned 12 years six oh, years great. good job omri yeah good. six years reigned he in tirzah okay he... why is asa not allowed to rule everything He's clearly doing was, a better that job was, here. That was Solomon, God's punishment of Solomon. Yeah. That he would only Solomon. be left one tribe, just the tribe of Judah, and then yeah. the rest of Israel would go to somebody else. Yep. Okay. He bought he bought the hill Samaria of Shemer for two talents of silver, and he built on the hill and called the name of the city which he built after the name of Shemer, 
Shamir? Shamir? Shamir. I'm going to go with Shamir. Who, who is this again? Is, is it Omri still? This is Omri, yeah. Okay, all right. I think, I hill. assume. He bought, he bought the hill. hill of Samaria of Shamir for two talents of silver, and he built on the hill, and he called the name of the city which he built after the name of Shamir, the owner of the hill, Samaria. What? <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. He named it the same name as the hill that's named after the owner of it. Whatever. <laughs> Omri... Oh, boy. Omri did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. Oh, Omri. Yeah. And what, is, what specifically <laughs> does he do, though? Well, I think it's... I would assume it's just breaking all the rules that we've been given so far. The many, many rules. So like, okay. Not, but it's like, not probably... like even a big rule. Like, like, is he, you know, making calves out of gold and worshiping them? Maybe. He could be. Probably some, he's probably making some temples to other gods and maybe some calves. He's probably ordaining people to be priests that aren't Levites. He's probably mm. uh, being unclean, but like walking around. But also some of this, <laughs> some around. of this as it's written could be interpreted as a little bit of some foregone conclusions, especially when they don't specifically list what they did evilly. Yeah. Of that in history, they're just like, well, this person was overthrown or kind of lost control of the kingdom. Clearly, he was he evil. He was an evil man. That's why Yahweh didn't let him succeed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Got that's it. true. Could be revisionist. However, you could fact check this because I've heard that his deeds are written down in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. Uh, so, Chronicles of Narnia. In the Chronicles of Narnia also. Uh, okay, so... <clears throat> Uh, so they, he was bad, did did evil in the sight of Yahweh. He dealt wickedly above all who were before him, for he walked in all the ways of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, and in his sins, which, with which he made Israel to sin, to provoke Yahweh the God of Israel to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Omri which he did, and his might that he shown, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Aren't, aren't they? Aren't they? So Omri slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria. And Ahab, his son, gave it all up to hunt a whale. Uh, sorry. And Ahab, <laughs> his son, reigned <laughs> in his F place. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting that big white whale. <laughs> in the 38th year of Asa, he's just sort of our timekeeper. Yeah, Asa's yeah. just going strong. Yeah, because yeah. he was a good boy. In the 38th... He was, but his dad wasn't? Right. So he only gets sort of Solomon half What did Solomon do? Good. Oh, yeah. Solomon became a bad boy at the end. He made yes. all the temples and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With all those ladies. Yeah. Okay. In the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, began Ahab, the son of Omri, to reign over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samaria 22 years. Holy oh. moly. That's a lot. Ahab, the son of Omri, did that which was I mean, evil in the sight of Yahweh above all that were before him. He was at how, sea most of the time for those this? 22 years. We've, we've only got a few more verses, but it seems like more of the same. So it's here we go. Gonna, okay. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, he did evil in the sight of Yahweh above all that were before him. It happened as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, <laughs> that he took his wife Jezebel the daughter of <gasps> Ethbaal, oh, king of the Sidonians. Whoa, that name. Before. Okay, well, hold on. Quick pause, quick pause. What mm-hmm. have you heard about Jezebel? That it's a name? That that <laughs> kind of is a bad... Like, those Jezebels... Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah what, what does it it's mean? A, I mean, what does it mean? 
Um, I don't know, like ladies who are sinful in or or uh, sexual. That's kind of the connotation I've always ladies. had. Yeah, yeah, manipulative. Well, I've heard manipulative. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to him, it was like no big deal. He took his wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbaal, king of the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm-mm. He reared Mm-mm. up an altar for it was no big deal, but it yeah. was. He reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. Ahab made the Asherah, more Beyonce statues. Well, but remember, Baal is played by Christian Baal. Christian Baal, yeah. (laughs) So Christian Baal (laughs) and Beyonce both shown up again. That's good. Yeah, good. And and Ahab did yet more to provoke Yahweh, the God of Israel, to anger than all. He did more than all the kings of Israel who were before him. In his days, did. Hail the Bethelite, build Jericho. He laid the foundation of it with the loss of Abiram, his firstborn, and set up the gates of it with the loss of his youngest son, Sagub. Sagub? Sagub. I'm sorry. He's a real Sagub. According to the the word of Yahweh, which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. Wow, so we really did do a callback to that. Joshua was Jericho, right? Yeah, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho. Yes, correct. And the walls came a tumbling down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's the that's end the of end? that chapter, yeah. Whoa. That's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot uh-huh. of kings. A lot of kings coming and going. Okay, so it's my turn, huh? It is. Okay, chapter 17. Elijah, the Tishbite, who was of the Tishbite. foreigners. I'm sorry, the, the what? G- the Tishbite. Tishbite. That's good. That's good. Okay who was of the foreigners of Gilead, said to Ahab, As Yahweh, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. So no precipitation whatsoever. No, nah, not even any dew. Now, not even any dew. Now, hang on. Elijah's coming up and saying, like, by my word. Is he speaking on behalf well, of Yahweh here, or is he just saying, Who no, is this? I'm, this is Elijah, the prophet Elijah of fame, the famed... Prophet Elijah, the famed... Emily, you ever been to a Passover? Probably. I don't know <laughs> if we talked about Elijah, though. Well, you, you got to save a spot for the Prophet Elijah at a Passover. Oh. Yeah. Well, are we going to find out why? I would guess uh, not, no. Not, <laughs> not in today. this. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then... We've only just been introduced to this character, and this is definitely a character we are going to have to cast... Because is he's Passover going to happen in the well, book? It, Passover happened in Genesis. Okay. With no Exodus. Exodus, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Jace. Sorry, gosh. <laughs> well, let's, okay. Let's get to know Elijah at least a little bit. Cool. Yeah. And, and then we'll we can start, start talking thinking. about casting mm-hmm. and all that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The word of Yahweh came to him saying, get you hence and turn you eastward and hide yourself by the brook Cherith. That is before the Jordan. Cherith cute story. It shall be that you shall drink of the brook, that and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Whoa. What? Awesome. The ravens are just gonna like bring him food? Now I don't know if he's say- is he saying this to Elijah or is he saying this to Ahab? He's gotta be saying to, it to Elijah. To Elijah, yeah. God told okay. Elijah. Yeah. Yes. The ravens are gonna feed you. What are this they gonna, is they're awesome. gonna bring him? This is so cool. So he went 
and did according to the word of Yahweh, for he went and lived by the brook Cherith, that is before the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning. Gross. Ew, and bread. And how nice of them? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when your cat brings you a desiccated mouse or something. I swear. Like, mm, yes, exactly. Thank You're like, you. Good bread kitty. would be better. <laughs> <laughs> and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. It happened after a while that the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. No dew. The word of Yahweh came to him, saying, Arise, get you to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, 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 Sidon. The Sidonians. Which one is it, Dedeker? The Sidonians. Sidon. I think we've gone with Sidon in the past. And dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to sustain you. She's going to bring bread and flesh in her mouth. Yeah, I was like, uh... (laughs) I'm assuming that must mean feet. Okay. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please get me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And she said, I'm not your mother. Who the hell do you think I am? (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry, who are you? (laughs) As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. (laughs) Oh, this lady. Gosh. She's like, another man wanting something from me. I know. She said, as Yahweh your God lives, I don't have a cake, but a handful of meal in the jar and a little oil in the jar. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and bake it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Wow. I remember the story. Not die? I remember the story now. It's all coming back to me. This is a Sunday school story. Yeah. Here, let me read the message version so that we can really get the full picture of the story here. I don't know this story. She said, I swear, as surely as your God lives, I don't have so much as a biscuit. I have a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a bottle. You found me scratching together just enough firewood to make a last meal for my son and me. After we eat it, we'll die. What? Mm. This is awkward. It's all they got. Yeah. It's sad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Okay. Elijah said to her, no. (laughs) You're going to give it to me. (laughs) Gosh. You're going to give it to me and then die, actually. (laughs) She is awful. Oh, boy. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go and do as you have said, but make me of it a little cake first. Told you. (laughs) And bring it forth to me. And afterward, make for you and for your son. With the, for- like, scraps in the, that you have left. <laughs> uh-huh. Just like the teeniest cake. <laughs> the crumbs. For thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, the jar of meal shall not empty, neither shall the jar of oil fail, until the day that Yahweh sends rain on the earth. She went huh. and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house ate many days. The jar of meal didn't empty, neither did the jar of oil fail, according to the word of Yahweh, which he spoke by Elijah. Oh, so that's it was a miracle. So that was a pretty cool miracle. Yeah. We haven't seen that one of those cool. in a while. It has been a while, that's true. I didn't know I mean, the miracle still happened in this maybe world. Maybe you can't, the lion not eating the guy's corpse and not eating the donkey is a miracle? Maybe or is it just a weird thing? Maybe he was full. <laughs> yeah, he just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, this is cool. I like this. This is I like that we've got some of the kind of uh, you know badass miracle working going on again. Some kind of I'm glad stuff. that anything happened except for <laughs> being told that like this story is written in the Book of Chronicles. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, it happened after these things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick, and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him. Mm. She said to Elijah. What have I to do with you, you man of God? You've come to me to bring my sin to memory and to kill my son. Oh. What? I what think does that mean? She, she was probably impressed that he did make this prophecy. The cool miracle, yeah. It was a miracle, but then she's like, but you're not able to save my son who's sick now. Well, I think she's almost blaming him that like, oh, because you're here and by comparison, we look sinful or something. So that's maybe, why my son yeah, died. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Jeez. Or like he said Yahweh that... pays attention where you are, and so he's going to see that we're bad. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> he said to her, give me your son. He took him out of her bosom, which is out of her breast pocket there. Her tiny, <laughs> How, uh, tiny, yeah, her tiny, tiny small little son. son here. <laughs> yeah, a little tiny Tim. <laughs> Just put him in his pocket, little Jiminy Cricket, and carried him up into the chamber where he abode and laid him on his own bed. He cried to Yahweh and said, Yahweh, my God. Have you also brought evil on the widow with whom I sojourned by killing her son? He stretched himself on the child three times and cried to Yahweh and said, Yahweh, my God, please let this child's soul come into him again. Yahweh listened to the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came into him again and he revived. Sweet. Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said... Behold, your son lives. The woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of Yahweh in your mouth is true. The end. Yeah. What does that mean to stretch onto him again? Like yeah. three times? Yeah. Did he do like a little uh, like child's pose onto him? Or like a downward, a downward dog. facing dog into a plank? And oh, did, okay. did a few like, like, like sun salutations. Yeah, he's yeah, like chaturanga all over him like three times, and then right. lo and behold. Okay. And that's the end of the chapter, huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was, I mean, cool. Miracles. I I wrote down to look into the bonus. What What's the deal with the stretching full length on the boy? That that's feels a little bit weird. It reminds uh-huh. me of like friends that I have who are like parents of like autistic children. Um, you know, sometimes having some just kind of like over sen- like over uh, what's like kind of sensory overload uh-huh. um, moments and kind of putting a weighted blanket or the weight of a person on them, like kind of that comforting weight is helpful but those children are alive yes yeah yes well it wasn't explicitly clear that the kid died not in that version in the message it did say the kid stopped breathing in this it said there was no breath left in him i think that's so maybe that's what it was maybe yeah getting him to breathe like compressing him yeah it was yeah he was doing like full body cpr yeah That's how they did it back then. We should then. look that up. Yeah, okay. We'll definitely look <laughs> that up. Try to figure it yeah. out. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, before I hand this off to Emily to read our last chapter here, we want to take a moment to talk about the best ways that you could help support the show so that we can keep doing these live shows, keep making sure that they're free for everybody, and just keep having a fun time doing things. Now we're going to move on to 18. Ch- chapter 18? Yeah, which yeah. is it? So it's a book and then a chapter. Yes, yes, correct. yes. And, and then, then a verse. First Kings. Okay. 
And this is a long one also, just so you know. Oh, that's fine. No problem. problem. We got this. (laughs) Strap in, everyone. Okay. It happened after many days that the word of Yahweh came to Elijah in the third year. In the third year of what? Of the drought, probably. Oh, okay. Saying, go, show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the earth. Cool. Oh, right, because remember, he had, to sh- said, he had said to Ahab, it's not going to rain until I say it will. So Yahweh's oh, like, okay. now's the time. Go, 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 go. No, 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 no. Okay. So let's see. Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. The famine was sore in Samaria. Ahab called Obadiah, who was over the household. Now Obadiah feared Yahweh greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of Yahweh that Obadiah took 100 prophets and hid them by 50 in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Hold on. That's, that was a oh. lot of story that we did not get, and now they're summing it up in two sentences. So this guy Obadiah, who's the head of the household, uh, I guess we also learned that Jezebel tried to cut off, quote, quote unquote, cut off, maybe execute or excommunicate or something all the prophets and then obadiah was like okay i got this i'm gonna take a hundred of them and hide them in a cave 50 to two caves i suppose yeah 50 in each <laughs> uh-huh jeez and okay th- this must be covered in it's got to be covered in chronicles right uh, isn't it isn't, <laughs> isn't everything it? i don't yeah. know <laughs> this entire book is like recovered in chronicles yeah. i'm not sure yeah okay um Let's see. Ahab called Obadiah. Now Obadiah, no. Ahab said to Obadiah, go through the land to all the springs of water and to all the brooks. Peradventure, we may find grass and save the horses and mules alive that we not lose all the animals. Well, that's nice. I mean, not okay. Yeah, I guess the people don't have access to any food, but we can at least get grass for the animals. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that uh, that they give the animals some tasty treats. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. As Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him. Uh Was in the way by himself? (laughs) Or was he like, he happened to be in the way of Elijah? (laughs) (laughs) I think be in the way, on the way of the way that he was going. I think it just means he was was going. Yeah, okay. Uh, So as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him, and fell on his face and said, is it you, my lord Elijah? He answered him, it is I. Was he... I mean, was he one of the one of the one hundred prophets that he hid? Maybe <laughs> no, but it seems like Obadiah seems to be a prophet fan. Yeah, you know? he had the a, trading a, cards. Like, exactly, uh, big collector okay. of prophets. Okay. And Elijah is clearly like a big deal for sure. <laughs> yes. Cool, cool, okay. cool. Okay. It's like this is a shiny prophet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he answered him, "It is I. Go tell your lord. Behold, Elijah is here." <laughs> <laughs> He said, wherein have I sinned that you would deliver your servant into the hands of Ahab to kill me? As Yahweh your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my Lord is not sent to seek you. And when they say he is not here, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they didn't find you. Yeah, help, help 
Jake, yeah. Yeah. what? <laughs> okay. Uh, so Obadiah says, what have I done to deserve this? Ahab will kill me. As surely as your God lives, there isn't a country or kingdom where my master hasn't sent out search parties looking for you. Hmm. I see. So I'm going to Elijah? For Elijah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. I... Uh, so, uh, where am I? 11? Now, you say... Uh, yes. Now, you say, go, tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here. It will happen as soon as I am gone from you that the spirit of Yahweh will carry you. I don't know where. And so, when I come and tell Ahab and he can't find you, he will kill me. But <laughs> I, your servant, fear what? Yahweh from my youth. What? Okay, okay so, wow. Uh, hold on. Obadiah. What is Obadiah smoking? <laughs> okay 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 here's gosh here's i'm gonna read you some more of the message because this is just wild okay uh so his servants went and whatever couldn't couldn't find him and now you're uh-huh. telling me go and tell your master elijah's found the minute i leave you the spirit of god will whisk you away to who knows where then <laughs> when i report to ahab you'll have disappeared and ahab will kill me and I've served God devoutly since I was a boy. Hasn't anyone told you what I did when Jezebel was out to kill the prophets of God? All right, geez, Obadiah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emily, you haven't yeah, gotten to this point that's yet. That's where I yeah, am. Yeah. No, that's where I am right here. Okay, wasn't it told my Lord what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of Yahweh, how I hid 100 men of Yahweh's prophets by 50 in a cave and fed them with bread and water? Now you say, go, tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here and he will kill me. Okay, wow, that's an interesting theory that Elijah's going to get whisked away. Yeah, it's just sort of <laughs> swoosh, swoosh away to swooshed another... Swooshed away. Yeah. Because, what, he's going to be kept safe from the potential scariness that's going to I think Obadiah is saying that Yahweh's got your back, he's going to make sure you're safe, and yeah. then I'm going to take the fall for it. Right. I see. Elijah said, as Yahweh of hosts lives before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. It happened when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said to him, Is it you, you troubler of Israel? Troubler. (laughs) The message says, So it's you, old troublemaker. (laughs) Ridiculous. He answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house, in that you have forsaken the commandments of Yahweh, and you have followed the Baals. Mm. Hmm. Now th- it's true. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel to Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal 450 and the prophets of the Asherah 400 who eat at Jezebel's table. Hmm. So they're not really like giving a lot about Jezebel, but they're saying the name Jezebel a lot. Just that she's a bad lady because bad, bad she's lady. killing these prophets of Yahweh. Yeah, but she's been... Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? I'm, I'm impressed, though, that she's kind of in charge of all these things, it seems. like That's she's, true. Yeah, that's kind of she's cool. She's a lady. Yeah. Yeah. So Ahab sent to all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together to Mount Carmel. So he just did Elijah- He's just like, okay. All right, like, you make cool. a good point. Sure, I'll do that. <laughs> Eliza, El- Eliza, <laughs> I keep doing that. I'm like, Eliza. Yeah, I'm like, nope, that's not what it is. Elijah came near to all the people and said, how long will you waver between the two sides? If Yahweh is God, follow him. But if Baal, Baal then follow him. 
Oh, I remember this story too. Then this is a good what happened, story. Emily? What happened? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the people answered him not a word. Then Elijah <laughs> said to the people, I even, I only am left a prophet of Yahweh, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two oh, right, bowls. Right, right, right. This, this old chestnut. Yeah, okay. And let them choose one bowl from them for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bowl and lay it on the wood and put no fire under. Okay. okay. So we've cut up two bowls. Elijah cut Sad. up one. The prophets of Baal cut up the other. And we've okay. put it on wood, but no but fire. But nothing under it. Yeah, no okay. fire. You call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of Yahweh. And the God who answers by fire, let him be God. It's a like, test. So like God, God? Yeah, like God, real God. God. The real okay. God. Like the, the strongest God. Yeah. yeah. It's world world's strongest God competition. <laughs> but, right here. but like, again, they're acknowledging that other gods exist, which is very interesting. Well, well so or uh, are they just saying that they're false gods? That's yeah, kind of saying that like the the one that's the real god, the other one's fake. So this I did learn, and I think we talked about this maybe a little bit a couple bonus episodes mm-hmm. ago, but that at the time that this was being written, which is also you know much later than it happened, uh, mm-hmm. was during the reign of a king who was really pushing for monotheism, as opposed oh, to in this day when the when the Israelites were more polytheistic, there were multiple yeah. gods. Uh, but this is now sort of written later on, so it's possible As, that like that's been... a propaganda been, tale. Right. It's yeah, possible so that's they're... been sort of changed a little bit, yeah. Interesting. Okay. You call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of Yahweh, and the God who answers by fire, let him be God. All the people answered, it is well said. Elijah <laughs> said... Well said, good man. Well done. Good, Golf good, clap. yes. Jolly, jolly good. Golf clap. <laughs> Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one bull for yourselves and dress it first, but or for you or many, and call on the name of your God, but put no fire under it. I mean, yeah, they just, what? We're saying this again? They took the bull, which Wait, I think he's saying, like, you, you go first. You go first. Oh, okay. All y'all. They took the bull, which was given them, and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon, saying, Baal, hear us. But there was no voice. <laughs> Baal, hey, what's up? Anything? Uh, but there was no voice. Now, the funny thing is, I in my imagination, I actually imagined The Rock and Christian Bale hanging out together and oh, actually having like, a pretty oh, do good you time. Hear them? <laughs> do you hear them uh, he's like, mm. calling you? Bale's like, nah, mm. don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, eh. They don't rely on me for miracles like your people rely on you. It's fine. <laughs> right. No problem. So Brady and Chad said Christian Bale's got headphones on, so he doesn't yeah, he hear him. Does. I love that. <laughs> yeah. He's got his gaming headphones on. He's playing mm-hmm. video games. Yeah. Uh, so there was no voice, no, or any who answered. They leaped about the altar, which was made. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love that. <laughs> they this. were 450 lords a-leaping. Oh, yeah. wow. It happened at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is musing, or he has gone aside, or he is on a journey, or peradventure he sleeps and must be awakened, or he's playing the latest AAA video game, I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh, can I read the message real quick? 
The, this Lyra is his taunt in the message. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait call, to hear the messages version of these taunts. Call a little louder. He is a god after all. Maybe he's off meditating somewhere or other. Oh. Or, or maybe he's gotten involved in a project. Or maybe he's on vacation. You don't, oh. you don't suppose he's overslept, do you? And needs to be waked up. <laughs> oh. Wow. There you go. Lovely. Bless they, this mess. <laughs> they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lances until the blood gushed out on them. Whoa. Jeez. Wow. Rough. Rough. It was so when midday was past that they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening offering, but there was neither voice nor any to answer nor any who regarded. Elijah said to all the people, come near me, me." (laughs) and all the people came near to him. He repaired the altar of Yahweh that was thrown down. Mm. Why was it thrown down? I think people smashed it because they were partying too hard with Baal and Beyonce. Okay. Uh, he repaired, yes, he repaired the altar that was thrown down. Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of Yahweh came, saying, Israel shall be your name. With the stones, he built an altar in the name of Yahweh, and he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two measures of seed. Seed? Like what? Seed? Kind of seed. It's a very important question to ask. What's the message say? Then Elijah dug a fairly wide trench around the altar. He laid firewood on the altar, cut okay, up the ox. Okay, hold on, hold on, That's hold it. On. No, that's no, it. The message, so the they didn't say anything about wide. the seed. Well, he says fill four buckets with water and drench both the ox and the firewood. I that think that's what we're talking this about. This is two measures of seed. Read before that. And he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. Yeah, what do you want, Jace? What are yeah, you trying the, to get out of this? It's not talking about, there's not seed in it, but just okay, that it could it's just contain like it would contain that much. That's the volume? That's the size. That is so confusing. <laughs> That's the size okay. of the trick. Come on, it's obvious. Okay, it's size it is not. This, book, this book does not use a lot of like abstract explanations <laughs> of things. Sure it does. For weights and measures, it's very I feel precise. like. Okay, fine. No, this is okay. a standard. It's a standard measurement for trenches. You just didn't know that. It's me- trenches are all measured in. <laughs> no, their, uh, we didn't. Their actually. seed, their Thank seed you. volume. Yeah. All right, thirty-three. He put the wood in order and cut the bowl in pieces and laid it on the wood. He said, "Fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood." He said. Do it the second time, and they did it the second time. <laughs> he said, "Do it the third time," and they did it the third time. So they just poured a ton of water. So yeah, much water. so like nothing could light on fire, but God's going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. The water ran around, ran round, <laughs> not around, ran round about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. It happened at the time of the offering of the evening offering that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Yahweh, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, Yahweh, hear me, that this people may know you, Yahweh, our God, and that you have turned their heart back again. Then the fire of Yahweh fell and consumed mm. the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the <laughs> trench. 
<laughs> wow, <laughs> really personified that that fire in a weird way. <laughs> like licking everything. When all the people saw it, they fell on their faces. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since someone's fallen on their face. That I used think, to be no, one of your somebody, favorites. Somebody before fell on their face. Oh, did they? Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, so the person who saw Elijah. I don't oh, know who that right. person was, but he uh, fell o- on his Ob- face. Obadiah. Ob- yeah. Ob- yeah. Yeah, I think yes, that was Obadiah. it. Okay. Yeah. So they fell on their faces and they said, Yahweh, he is God. Yahweh, he is God. And Elijah <laughs> said to them, <laughs> take the prophets of Baal. Don't let one of them escape. Uh-oh. Oh, he's not going to let him go down easy. Yeah, what's going to happen? Do you predictions? Dead. Uh, they're going to die. Dead, yeah. Yeah. Dead. So yeah. dead. Extra dead. Yeah. They took them and Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon. The brook Kishon and killed them there. Yikes. Yes, yeah, great. Wow. 450. Jeez, did Elijah kill just, all of them? Just yeah. methodically. Yep. Elijah said to Ahab, Get you up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. He was oh. like, Here it is. It's raining. Look mm, what I did. Talk about some dramatic timing. Seriously. Well, I mean, I think that was the whole point. It was like, yeah. We're going to show that we're God, that we're the real God, and then it's going to rain for all y'all. So Ahab went up to eat and drink. Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, Caramel, Caramel, and he bowed himself (laughs) down on the knee on the earth and put his face between his knees. Oh, so he's doing like a deep child's pose there. Yeah. Face between his knees. That's like weird. Like child's pose. It's like a reverse camel or something. No, I think. (laughs) Face between his knees. I think this is just a child's pose. I mean, it's just a child's pose. Your face doesn't no. go completely. Yeah. It goes up beyond your knees. Your for face a has nothing pose. to do with your knees in child's pose. What okay. are you talking okay. about? All right. So, all right, sure. More of it curled if down. He's sitting down. Sean says, "Brace it. for impact." It's like on, he's on an airplane, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Okay." But if he's sitting, not if he's like kneeling already on the ground, that would be challenging. He said to his servant, "Go up now. Look toward the sea." He went up and looked and said, "There is nothing." He said, so he's, go got in servant, he's got a servant boy with him. He's just like, like why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> he said, go again seven times. It happened at the seventh time that he said, behold, a small cloud, like, like a man's hand, is rising out of the sea. <laughs> there it a very, is. very Little small hand. cloud. Yeah. It's more he's, of a poof, really. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Go up, tell Ahab, make ready your chariot and get you down that the rain not stop you. It happened in a little while that the sky grew black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain. Mm. Ahab rode and went to Jezreel and the hand of Yahweh was on Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran before (laughs) Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. He ran? I don't he know. That's it. what it says. Wasn't Ahab on a chariot? Yeah. Uh, but Yahweh yeah. like, gave him super running powers right there. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Can I, and that's, and that's, is that it? Is that the end? Yeah, that's it. Super it. Whoa. Can I read you the ending in, from the message real quick? Please, Please do. So the sky grew black with wind driven clouds and then a huge cloudburst of rain with Ahab hightailing it in his chariot for Jezreel. And God strengthened Elijah mightily, pulling up his robe and tying it around his waist. Elijah ran in front of Ahab's chariot until they reached Jezreel. So he like hiked up his skirts and everything. Why are they going to Jezreel? (laughs) 
We don't know yet. Okay. I, I think it's. I think it was like to get shelter from the rain. Maybe like this rain was going to be so no. heavy. No, no, they're probably going to do something not. fun there. Are, yeah, but or maybe uh, Ahab's trying to escape from like God's wrath because he knows that God's going to be angry at him now. Well, so what? What did what did he say to his servant Emily in verse forty four? I totally just did. You just got close it? it. Okay, here no, I'll, I'll find he... it. <laughs> <laughs> so when when he saw that the small cloud like, like a get hand over there yeah like it, well he told him to look at it and then the servant looked at it seven times or right. something but then he said go up tell ahab make ready your chariot and get you down that the rain not stop you so oh. i do think it's like you got to get home before the rain comes and like it's gonna be so intense that yeah. if you're caught out in this rain it's gonna be bad news yeah, is I it gonna that's... be like noah part two Gosh, no, maybe. no, no. Maybe. Yahweh promised. He did promise, but he could still scare him. Mm, yeah, a little fake out. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That well, was that's it. Wow. Okay. Gosh. So, okay. Now, Elijah, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. a major character. I know. This is awesome. I thought that Elijah came much further oh, along really? in the book. I did, not re- I did not recall that Elijah was a first king's kind of boy. Well, how far along are we in this first king's? Oh, Only that's a good question. 18. Yeah. Yeah, we're on 18 Kings. First Kings only goes to 22. So we've only oh, got we've got okay. two more two more episodes of okay. First Kings and then we're on to Second Kings. Whoa. So yeah. fast. Yeah. Wow. No, that's really fast. Goodness. Yeah. Cool. So and then and then so Elijah's going to be in Second Kings a little bit as well. He's I don't I don't know how much through. exactly, but he's going to be around for a while. Awesome. Oh, I think he's, he's also going to show up in some of... longer than many of these kings. <laughs> I think he's going to be in some of Chronicles, too, which makes sense if it's kind of telling these same stories again. Real <laughs> quick, real quick, we can talk about this more in the bonus, but I did want to hear from the people in the live show if you have suggestions for casting of Elijah so we can consider right. this. I think we'll we'll talk about it more in the bonus and try to come up with who it would be. I know that... Uh, comparisons to the hobbit were made because of all the running mm. around in the forest and so martin freeman was suggested uh, elijah him. wood also could be a good choice there and that he's dealing with all the dwarves like that kind of makes sense um i really i actually really like idris elba as a suggestion that's pretty good have we not put him in anything yet we haven't he's no. been suggested for other roles before okay. but this could be a good enough sure. one yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know so if anyone else has other ideas let us know and we can we can talk about those more in the bonus well everybody thank you so much for joining us for bible study today if you want even more drunk bible study including ad-free episodes early releases personal toasts on the show and more become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk bible study if you enjoy the show take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on itunes or stitcher letting other people know what you like about it you can also join fellow listeners in the drunk bible study fans and fellowship facebook group Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlock, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Oh